Good morning, good day, good evening. Welcome to another good. episode of Hashtag From Coach to Coach. Hashtag We Talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. Today I have, or we have, Frederic Maurice. Uh, she's our uh, she's our coach for today, and she is based from Australia. Frederic, welcome. Welcome, Francisco. Thank you to have me here. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to have coaches here in this podcast of ours. So, as usual, my first question to ask everyone else is, who is Frederic? Okay. So you introduced me. Yes, I'm in Australia. In fact, uh, next week I'll be in Australia for 30 years. But as you can hear, I've got a French accent. <laughs> so I'm originally from from France. Um, had my childhood in Spain, and uh, 30 years ago I completely changed direction and came to Australia. So with Frederic, I'm yes. the mother of four children. I always like to put that first. First, yes. uh, four vibrant, creative, uh, young adult. Um, I'm also a co-owner of a medical practice, which was the first one to integrate coaching in Australia. Yes. Um, and that would have been, so this, we started the practice 27 years ago. Yes. It's a medical practice. My goal was to make a happy, centered business. Um And it's a focus on health and wellness, which was very different from all the practices we'd seen at the time. We were a solo practitioner to start with. Um, and um, our goal was to help our clients take responsibility for their health. Okay. Very quickly, I realized. So very quickly, I realized that it was not about what to eat, but it was more about all the emotional issues. And then we started the the journey to study coaching and support people with that. But that's, a, that's already a very long journey, Frederic, about, you said about health no? and well-being and mindset. But this is pretty much, this is what we've been hearing for the past three or four years. And you, you put this in place, this medical practice, like you said, 27 years? Yes. That's been Correct. a long journey. How, how was that journey for you? Um, challenging at times uh -huh. um, because I was constantly studying to better support our clients, but also um, raising a, a family and and managing a, a medical practice. Um, but it was what's exciting is that we were living our purpose, um, and it's been a journey like every human being, but yes. searching, seeking. Out. What I discover is all the coaches that I've been working with, we're all seekers. We all want to find better ways to help people. Mm -hmm. um, like and that. we fall into rabbit hole of uh, learning more about psychotherapy and immunotherapy and all the ways um, that we can help people through journey practitioner, mm -hmm. Baron Katie, um, And finally come back to the coaching because it's the most powerful. It's I like the idea that people are naturally creative resources and hold and help them find their own resources. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how, what's, what's the big difference? Well, what, what you have, I mean, I suppose these 27 years, as you said, you're continuous learning and finding always the best way to support your clients. What has been 
you know, the major, as I said, this has this, those, those, this mental well-being and, you know, health as well, mental health. It's been there for the past. It's been always there, but it's been in the business, in, 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 you know, always being, you've been hearing that more, more and more now in the last 10, eight, five years, right? What was the big difference when you started this, uh, uh, this journey of yours, or this medical practice in this sense, and where you are now or what you've seen it? Okay, so there is a double thing where I am now, but also the journey in yes, coaching with, with this, and and what I'm witnessing around me because I'm 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 also doing coaching supervision now, so I'm working with other coaches. Is that when when we started? What I what I discover is that gradually is that it, it was all an issue of connection. People okay. don't make the right choice because they disconnect from themselves, they're disconnected from, from others, they're disconnected from what they want to be. When coaching started, it was all about, we, we were all talking about coaching is about the future, coaching is about, you know, having goals and wanting to achieve and achieve and achieve. And, and in that process, a lot of people have lost themselves. Yes. And the changes happening with COVID, people going back to home, People starting to ask themselves questions about what really matters. Um, people real start realize that they've been under a lot of pressure that they've put into themselves. Yes. So it has changed in the sense that before it was helping people to be healthy, wealthy, um, healthy, um, well was also including having a, a happy life. I might focus on the nature much. How can I help people to be more happy? And I realized that the conversation is more about how can I help people have a more meaningful life and, and take actions that, that also impact positively the community in which they, they live. That's what the change is also more systemic now about what part of community are we part of. Um, and uh, a lot of people, even coaches, I hear a lot of coaches that have been suffering loneliness Mm -hmm. um, because of this whole COVID thing. Um, but I also see a lot of positivity, a lot of awareness, um, and and a lot of humanity. Um, as we said before, we, we started talking about the community of coaches. Yes. Um, I've seen, I've, I've witnessed in the last two years some amazing people, beautiful spirit, um, beautiful heart, and I think it's it makes me realize the importance of how our work is also impacting um, the choice that other people make, not only for themselves but for for the community and for others. Yes. Yeah. 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 Come on. Let me try to summarize what I hear in the past minutes here. There's a living. You have to look for a living living purpose. The purpose, right? That's one. I heard that a couple of I like that concept. Uh, you know, two two quotes that I I wrote here. What you just said, you have to look for what really matters. And we are in constant seeking things, seekers. No? What we find ways to help people to be better. I like that. And one of the things you mentioned about is the people that they disconnect from themselves, and that's where they disconnect from others. And pretty much this is something has happened always. But my, that was my question. My mind was, 
when actually when do you know when it actually happens when you start when we are starting disconnecting to ourselves or to others have you noticed that have you have you have a pattern yeah. it's interesting yeah as i was listening to you i realized that there might be there's something really important I'm reflecting on that now as I listen to you is that I notice how people have been more and more and more in their heads. Mm-hmm. When I say disconnecting, disconnecting to, to the needs of our body and starting, I, I see in my coaching now, the people have the shifts is the people that actually realize that they've been completing in their heads and they're starting to be connected. And when you're in the, your head all the time, you're also into the amygdala part. Yeah. Um, and we tend to be reacting to things and there is so much knowledge and there's so much out there that we feel like we need more, more, more. So it's coming back to the body, coming back to also not people have, have become human doings. And and I think that the conversation in the last two years, people are still starting to realize to come back to that. We actually not human doings, we're human beings. Yeah. And 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 as coach, we coach the being. More than, than we used to coach the doing more. Yes, yes. Does it make sense? Yes, definitely, definitely. And and and, and one of the things coming back to what you say is we as a coach has to be the doing, no? Um the being. It has to be coaching being the person. And one of the things when I was doing the training of my 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 coach uh, training I had was like is it a, are you doing as a coach are you doing as a coach or you are being as a coach right and that's a very interesting part it's like we are there to see what's not the doing the thing of the individual but who is that individual and i like what you also mentioned here frederick is like there's a moment that in our life we start a lot of of our thoughts in our mind and I, what I, this is I've seen observing my clients as well. It's like they start, they start thinking, 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 and it stays there. So there's like this connection, as you said, between what's the really thinking, what's really what's important, is what's the emotions, what's the purpose, what's what's really happening in him. Right? Is that maybe that's what my interpretation? What you're saying is that yeah, the, and the, it's also what are we avoiding? What are, what are we avoiding to feel? What are we avoiding to look at? what um how we see ourselves yeah mm. and enjoying your your practices and eh? your coaching practices is one of the things that i always try to to, to capture you know is for, for the audience and for the audience or the listeners who are listening to this our broadcast when you when you they hear this right and we're talking with federic what are the sessions what are the type of sessions that are, or program that you have in which they're able to try to connect in a series of sessions? Obviously, this, uh, there's a process here. It's not, it's not immediate. Or their thoughts, their feelings, and then their doings. You know, it's like you have to put it all in match or sync, right? Is that something that you put in the talk with your clients or do they have to work on this? A lot of, a lot of listening, uh-huh. mirroring, reflecting back beliefs um, that I'm sensing, um, holding them whole, believing in them, 
um, they do the work. So asking questions that this is that there are answers, yeah. helping them discover who they who they, who they they've forgotten they are. There is not one single session that is the same. Every single it it just depends on the being that um for instance, if I work with people that have weight issues, often the weight is not the issue. There's other issues underneath. But each person is completely different. So it's it's yeah, a lot a lot of listening and reflecting back and um believing in them. They do the work. Believing in them. Holding them, as you know, naturally creative, resourceful, and whole. Yeah. Uh, and also you... a lot, a lot yeah, of present. Also, also noticing where I am. So be, being really making an effort to be, to be present, but also noticing what they're sharing, how is impacting me, what's really underneath that. And so the the I feel because I'm talking to a coach right now that what I'm saying is obvious, but the the the, the building the report. Yes. Um and and um and challenging them. Noticing what they're avoiding to say. Yeah. Reflecting back what I'm not hearing, but their body's saying. Mm-hmm. But what are they? Yeah, a lot of that too. Um, and I suppose when you say that, this is just, sorry to, um, to 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 you know hold you there. When you say what what noticing what they they are avoiding to say, is this part of that kind of disconnection that you're saying from themselves? Or, you know, in a way, trying to, you said, you know, in the beginning also, there's, there's like something that we avoid. No? You see, by noticing what they're trying to avoid, as well as the thought of people have this kind of disconnection from themselves, mm. this where it should be trying to engage, trying to link, trying to connect that. Yeah, people are not always aware of, of the beliefs underneath, and sometimes they're aware, but they're not aware of why they want to hold on to them. Mm. Um, people are very knowledgeable now. They understand. They've read a lot of books, um, but there is there is one, and they understand things at an intellectual level. But as we said before, is is how they process those things. Um, is the perception they have about life. Um, coaching is actually really simple. Like someone was just asking me for something before about, you know, what are the resources you use because you're French if you had to do the coaching in French. And I realized I might have used resources when I started coaching, but I don't use any resources now other than what I'm hearing from the client. Yeah. And reflecting and mirroring back to them, telling them how it makes me feel what I'm sensing or my intuition. People say I'm very intuitive. But if I, I think that intuition comes from when you build rapport with someone, there is that knowledge, our knowledge, their subconscious, my subconscious, and something happens here in the magic of the togetherness. Um, 
lots of silence, lots and lots of silence. Um, and then when you, when they're confronted with the silence, eventually someone has to break the silence. They feel uncomfortable with that and they start yeah. talking. Um, that's the magic of um, of it. Yeah. It's funny what you're saying about there's some kind of uh well actually I have two questions in my mind, but and it's funny what you said about that coaching is not really a you, you don't use much of a, a, a program maybe in the beginning or you try to have that kind of program in mind. But the point of a coach, which I totally agree with you, is like being there with your client, regarding virtual or presential, it's, it's it's very important because the client has to feel that, it's not only see it. It has to you have to he has to feel that, or he or she has to feel that, right? And 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 so so I was thinking, what if you know what if the client, in a way have that kind of silence of that pause. You said that silence, right? I think the silence, when you're saying that, I in my mind came, I was like, oh, the silence is because we, we as an individual at this moment, we are pretty much involved in a, a lot of buzz and a lot of noise in everything we do, right? We, but if you think about it, we seldom have this kind of silence, the silence of five, 10, whatever, in seconds, right? If we have that kind of working silence, we are able to listen to everything what's happening in our in our thoughts, listen and not yeah. thinking in our thoughts and our emotions and everything. Right? Is that that's why when I'm you're sorry. saying silent, that's what came to me. Yeah, I, I like what you I like what you said because it's it's true. It's, it's allowing. In fact, when people come in, in a session with you and I, they come into the space, and we've allowed them. They've actually booked an appointment with themselves. Mm-hmm, nice. So they're in the space, they're sitting, they're standing, lying, whatever, and they're just pausing. And then they start to feel their heartbeat. They start to be more present. And sometimes it's comfortable, and sometimes very often it's uncomfortable. Mm. I've had people in the same session, usually uh, um, we cry and we laugh in the same session. Um. But they allow themselves to be present here, and and they made a commitment to be here. Um, and I, I was reflecting what you said before about how the connection also happens. Is that often they know what they don't want, but they don't know what they want. It's also helping them. That's probably I'd say the most important step. Mm. Sometimes it happens in five minutes. Sometimes it happens in one session. Sometimes it might happen in a few sessions. Yeah, each um, person is different, but be able to—it's a different stage. Be able to actually—I've got my favorite quote above my desk: "Is you must feel it in order to install it." Um, <laughs> I think it was Neville Goddard. Probably it's one of my yeah big masters. <laughs> what um, is yeah, go ahead. And so it's being able to, um, like in the discovery session, 90 minutes, we'll just reflect about what the big agenda for the whole coaching is. Um, but also 
when you're able to actually take them that or I, I use visualization. We're talking about tools. It's become so natural that I don't feel like I'm using tools. But sometime when it's necessary, I might take uh, might use a, a visualization. Imagine a window, a door, they walk out into a path, they go and meet their um their elder self, but they don't know at the beginning who they're gonna meet. Hmm. And eventually they have a conversation with their wider elder self. They might go up and I make it up looking at how they're reacting, what's happening, um, looking or hearing. Sometimes it's on the phone, but um, and then lately I had this session with someone where, so I use that now, it came naturally, they go over here and yeah. they have a big view. So it's all expensive. And then I make them, I, I have the elder self thank them for having made the choice. If it's the elder self in 20 years from now, to having made the choices today that help her to become who she is then. And then I have them step into them, her, feel what it feels to be that person, see what they see. There's, we all have memories with pictures, to so see the pictures of the memory that is there. And then they're able to feel it, sense it, have a taste of it, hear it. Yes. Um, and, and that by itself, it, it changed the conversation because once you step them into where they are and say, you know, you can go back anytime you want there. Um, so... That's a tool I use, but I'm not saying, oh, I'm going to do that program and we're going to use that tool, that tool, that tool. Except for one thing, I've got some clients, I've, I've certified positive intelligence also. And, and so sometimes I've got clients that choose to, to, shoot, to do that. And then I feel like it's a bit of mentoring and some coaching there in that space. Um, but most of the time when people have really tasted and felt what the outcome is, um, Connection starts to happen. Yeah. And yeah. the reason why they were not connected start to happen. And, and they realize that. Or we, the client will realize that, right? Yes. Or they have to realize. Yeah, yeah. What's the obstacles and the beliefs that prevents them or things that happen? Because I'm also a psychotherapist. Um, I'm trying the coaching to stay in the present, but I'm comfortable with I need to speak about the, the past. But I look at the energy. If I'm doing purely coaching um, and yeah. I'm trying to practice purely only coaching because I've just finished my uh, MCC mentoring hours. Um, so it's the energy that is present still because of what happened in the past. Yeah. So it's completely different than psychotherapy. But I find that when we look at it that way, people start realizing also that they have a choice. They don't have to be a victim of their past, that they're not, the past is not who they are anymore. But sometimes they need to change the perception that they believe the younger self had. But I do it from the present now. So each client is different. Each client needs something different. So silence, listening, reflecting, mm -hmm. mirroring back, um, asking them what they need, giving okay. them a platform where they can talk. And as you said very, very uh, rightly, um, be present, having time to think and, and reflect on this and feel it. Yeah. 
And this is this is also related to what you said, no? Because you said about they don't. I don't correct me if I'm wrong. If this is what you meant, no? They don't know what they want, or they know what they want. They know they're uncomfortable. Yeah. They but know they're God, comfortable yeah. on the change. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like the as you said also in in our in our conversation here is believing in themselves. Look like they is it we lost our the confidence, the self-esteem in that sense that we we don't we start thinking and a lot of thoughts. And based on that thinking, we start having doubts, fears, but we still have to believe in ourselves in order to pursue that, right? In order to make some doing, some actions. We have to push ourselves, right? And maybe, yes, they don't know how. And that's where I think your coaching, your coaching session is where it has to be working, right? It's also because I think the society the last 20, 30, even maybe more, it's all been about the doing and the achieving. And I think that's why people have been disconnected to who they really are. Hmm. I, I don't I don't tend to I, I be I'm not I'm working with um one-on-one groups but in, people commit themselves to the I, I don't work with organization or corporate. So mm. it's not about focusing about the goal, the achievement that has to be taken. It's it's more about their mental they they might have some goals, but often people are not at disconnect because those goals are the goals that they think they have to have, but not yeah. automatically. And I think there's something that very clear. I remember years ago yes. doing a vision board for myself and putting all these things that I believed I wanted to do and then got getting really sick, like physically sick and realized, my God, these are the goals that I want. This is the goal that I think that society expects me from to do it. And then I completely change. I'm dyslexic. So for me, things are very, I've got dyslexic thinking. Yeah. Things are very simple. I don't see a problem as a problem. I see it as a challenge. I see the outcome. And this is how we start a business. Yeah. There was a need. My husband was not happy because of the way medicine was going, was going to, he's a doctor, was going to abandon medicine. Yes. Because you say this has become factory. And I say, how do you, everything was becoming corporate. Every doctor was going into big organization. Yeah. And we see a lot of doctors very unsatisfied themselves. And 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 the, the way he was working, they were getting upset because they, he was spending too much time with clients. So I say, what do you, at the time, so he said, I'm going to leave medicine. I say, what are you going to do? So I'm going to write a book. I say, oh, yes. I was pregnant with number two, uh, the number three child. I had one and a half and the other yeah. was three. And I say, you're going to just write a book. I say, what should medicine be? And he described mm. it. It should be all about wellness, focus about wellness. It should be about the person. We should not be processing. People should feel, should feel heard. And I say, look, let's start our own practice. And people say, you won't survive a year. And I was 27 and, and working really well. Um, for me, it was simple. It's, it was, that's not working. That's what not you love to do. What would you love? How do you dream it? Let's create it. Yeah. And it was tough the first six months. 
but then it just took off. It will. So I think that dyslexic thinking is something that also helps me see outside the box and see things a bit more simple. I like that because I always try to do keep keep it simple. That's the way I I always try to do my things. And I don't. I'm not saying I'm not. I don't know if I'm dyslexic. I do know I'm a diag- undiagnosed ADHD. But the way I do things, I have to keep it simple. I don't make it complex. And what you said a while ago about your, you and your husband, how you started everything, is that what you said in our conversation is believing in yourself, believe in themselves, right? You have to start in believing. If not, it will time. Oh, well, yeah. I'm not sure if I completely believed in myself. I think confidence is also something that has grown, well, but it makes I'm a human being. Um, and and so we all, and that's what makes me understand other other people. Um, I started a career making the wrong choice. I was a community broker on international markets, very different from what I'm doing now. Seeing from the outside as someone successful, but in the inside, I was miserable. I had no meaning. I was not feeling fulfilled. Yeah, and I perfect. crashed. Yeah, I crashed. I had burnout. I had depression. Um, started to do meditation, a lot of mindfulness. Um, I was someone put a book in my hand, The Power of Your Conscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. That completely changed my life. And and so I went away to think to rethink my life. And that's when I met my husband, let go completely of my career. Everybody thought I was mad. Well. Came here and started a, a new life and and eventually find through being trusted in people and I, I could hear people walking in the practice and asking questions. When my husband was giving talks on nutrition, I could hear the questions we're asking was not, should I have carrots, should I eat meat or dairy or broccoli? It was more about how do I deal with my cravings? I eat because I don't feel good about myself. Um, how, how do I deal with, with stress? You know, I'm working all the time and and so it's easy to go to the takeaway and grab something. Um, and, and all the excuses. And I kept thinking, how can we help them? I was just managing the practice. I was not being a coach, although I was not aware that while I was at reception, I was constantly talking to people, coaching people, until one day someone came and said, well, I like when I come here and I'm having two consultations. I'm having one with you and one with my husband. And then I thought, well, yes, but they're not paying me. <laughs> <laughs> they probably spent more time with me than with him. Um, money was not the motivator is I became really interested I know I had I know about my life I know I'd had depression I had a sister commit suicide so I had I had gone through through pain had your experience and my, my constant thing was I know you can get out of there because I have how can I help them it's like a bit that show in the states I don't know if you've seen um, what's the um, New Amsterdam, where the manager yeah. of the business is, how can I help? That was very much our practice was, how can we help you? And from there, I started the journey work and I started this and that. And when I did Baron Katie and I realized the power of questions, journey work taught me about, about how to be with the emotion with people. And then I learned the power of questions to actually help people change perspective and 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 change themselves change the way 
they see others, uh, change the way they interpret the world around them. Um, and this, and then someone said to me, uh, "Have you thought about um, what they call in America? Have you thought about um, I forgot the name? It's about coaching. It's a form of coaching that just focuses on the beliefs. But in fact, every coaching is about that. Yeah. So I became obsessed about how can I help people change their belief? And I went and studied with the creator of the Matrix." And I've done Brandon Bay and Marisa Pierce and, and all this. Um, and then realize, well, coaching is about helping people make realize, reflecting back what you're hearing and help them with, the, with changing their beliefs. Yes. Oh. I find that people coming to me through therapy were expecting me to change them. Where in coaching, people understand that they have to, when they choose to come coaching, they know they're the ones that have to change themselves. And we're here to support them doing that, to create the space for them to do that. Exactly. Love it. Love it. Frederic, our time is over. Unfortunately, a wonderful talk, a wonderful sharing. I love it. Anything else you would like to share for a wrap-up? Frederic. No, you're doing a wonderful, uh, wonderful work. And thanks for that. I think that in interviewing other coaches, even as, as you interview your most coaches, help us to think, why are we doing what we're doing? And and uh, it's nice to remind ourselves to um, that we came from the heart and, and this is where it has to be. Yeah. And this is what I got. I have a lot of quotes here, by the way. Uh, helping me and others that's one believing in, in, them, in themselves need to reconnect to ourselves we find ways to help people to be others that's a lot of things I'll quote here I don't know which title I will be placing in your in your uh, sharing of today I find I will get someone but really Frederick it was a I wonderful call it transformation time. coaching all <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish a good one. Good one. Thank you very much, Frederick. Thank you, Francisco. Well, well, dear listeners, this was another episode of Hashtag From Coach to Coach. Hashtag We Talk on Mondays. This was your host, Francisco. Until then, stay safe. Thank you.